Hey, this is John Orberg, and I want to talk to you for a few minutes today about radically accepting the people in your life. We're learning about radical acceptance in this Advent season, and the good news of the season is that God took on flesh, became one of us to radically accept us, and then one of the basic uh, commandments from the Apostle Paul in the New Testament is that we're to accept each other just as God in Christ has accepted us. And we live in a world that does not accept, that practices condemnation, engineering, and rejection, and distancing uh, in deeply divisive ways. So this is one of those uh, days when we have two words to focus on, both Bible words. One of them is the word shibboleth. And you might know that, you might not. It's a little bit obscure in our day. It's been in the English language for a long time. And a shibboleth is an idea or a distinction or a word. It could be a practice that's used to divide people or to separate people. And often in our day, the idea of a shibboleth is connected with a notion that is discredited or outmoded or discarded. The idea that a woman could not be a great leader is a shibboleth, that sort of thing. It actually comes from a very, very dark and disturbing story in the Bible, in the Old Testament, in the book of Judges, where there was uh, enmity, there was a battle, there was a division. Only here, it wasn't between Israel and some other country. It was actually between two tribes in Israel. This is in Judges chapter 12. And uh, one of the judges named Jephthah called together the men of Gilead and fought against Ephraim. The Gileadites struck them down because the Ephraimites had said to them, you Gileadites are renegades from Ephraim and Manasseh. So those are fighting words. And it does not take much to set one group of human beings against another group of human beings. Tribalism, us versus them. People inside my group versus those that are outside my group is the oldest distinction in the human race. It's as old as Cain and Abel. The Gileadites captured the fords of the Jordan leading to Ephraim. And whenever a survivor of Ephraim said, let me cross over, the men of Gilead asked, are you an Ephraimite? Ephraimite. If he replied no, they said, all right, say shibboleth. Say the word shibboleth. That was a word that had to do with grain in ancient Hebrew. All right, say shibboleth. If he said sibboleth because he could not pronounce the word correctly, they seized him and killed him at the fords of the Jordan. 42,000 Ephraimites were killed at that time. So shibboleth, the word hardly used at all in the Bible, is a word that was used uh, to separate our group from their group. Their group had this oddity where they couldn't pronounce it the way that we do, and that let us know, you're one of them, you're not one of us, and we don't like you. And so there's this massive destruction within people who were intended to be the people of God. That sort of thing, even simply using the pronunciation of a word, gets used repeatedly throughout history. In the 20th century, it was used in what was literally called the Parsley Massacre. The Dominican um, dictator Trujillo uh, uh, used it to uh, uh, distinguish residents of Haiti who couldn't pronounce parsley in the same way the Dominicans could and slaughtered a whole bunch of them. And that sort of thing has happened numerous times. 
not too long ago, in the 20th century, there was a museum, and in the floor of the museum, there was an artwork. It's by a Colombian artist named Dora Salcedo, I think. And it's just a crack, a massive crack in the floor of the museum. And when people would walk in it, it was designed to communicate, to articulate, to visually express this division, this crack, the separation of our side from your side. And she writes, as a Colombian, as somebody from a country where there has been a great deal of violence, and then someone who has experienced life as an outsider, she wanted people to feel that. That was many years ago, but underneath the current floor, that crack is still there. And she called that artwork shibboleth. That's its name. So that's one word. We live in a world where there are shibboleths. And we have all kinds of ways of deciding, are you in their group or are you one of us? And in our society right now, masks, vaccine, social distancing, red or blue, and within the church, what is your position on this issue or that issue? In the early uh, days of the first century in Jesus' time, Folks will write about how the rabbi spent most of their time teaching on circumcision, dietary laws, or Sabbath keeping. Now, why is that? Because everybody knew that wasn't the essence of the law. The, the heart of the law is love God with everything you got and love your neighbor as yourself. So why did they focus on those laws? Well, dietary laws, circumcision, Sabbath keeping were the main ways that people in the first century would determine, are you really one of the people of God or are you not? Are you with us or are you against it? They were the boundary markers, the highly visible, relatively superficial practices that folks would use because groups always want to be exclusive. We always want to know who's one of us and, and who's outside of us. So those were the shibboleths in Jesus' day. Now, Jesus comes along and here's the other word. The angels appear to the shepherds and they say, don't be afraid, for I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be to all people. And that's the other word. One word is shibboleth, divide, separate, distinguish, destroy, reject, condemn. You're one of them. And now the Advent word, the Jesus word, is the word all, all people. See, folks in Israel were expecting a Messiah that would come to bring news, but he would bring good news to our people, which would be bad news to their people. They were expecting an angel to say, I, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be to people like us. But the angel doesn't say that. The angel says this remarkable, radical word from the very beginning, right when Jesus is born. Good news of great joy, which shall be to all people the circumcised and the uncircumcised. Uh, Jewish, Roman, Greek, barbarian, slave, free, male, female, all people. And then Jesus lives and he gets in trouble because he violates the shibboleths all the time. He just welcomes anybody who will come to him. Tax collectors, Roman centurions, lepers, prostitutes, women that have been married multiple times, scandalized people, people on the margins. Now, this is good news for everybody. So that's the word for today.
be a shibboleth breaker, how can I radically accept the people in my life? And I have somebody in mind that often helps me when I think about how to do this. It's my friend Larry, Larry Langdon. Some of you know Larry. He is a lawyer, lives in the Bay Area, has been on more boards than anybody I know. Anytime you're with Larry and you ask him, Larry, how are you doing? He will always say, more important, how are you doing? And he will always look for a way to connect with you. He is always interested in you and he lives to help. He loves to help. He longs to help. So today, when, when you come into contact with anybody, listen to them and be interested. And here's a little secret that will help. If you can't genuinely be interested, act interested. And a strange thing will happen. Uh, if you ask God's help in this and seek to act interested in somebody, ask them a question. And instead of thinking about what am I going to say next, pay attention to what it is that they're saying and look at their face and their body to see what are they feeling? What does this mean to them? God gives us a kind of a gift and we can begin by acting interested, but he will give us the grace of being interested in everybody. And that was Jesus. That was supremely Jesus. There simply is never any encounter Jesus has with anybody where he is not interested in them where he does not want to help and bless them. If you were to ask Jesus, Jesus, how are you doing? His response would be, more importantly, how are you doing? So how are you doing today? In a world racked and tormented and separated by shibboleths, today, break the shibboleth. No crack in the foundation. Jesus came to heal that crack. He's torn down the dividing wall of hostility. He has filled in the crack. To Jesus, everybody is somebody that he loves. Today, radically accept. Today, you and I be good news of great joy for all people. I'll see you next time. Hey, we're so glad you're here. More than a video to watch, we hope this is a community you can engage with. So add your voice to the comments. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Follow us on Instagram or join our Facebook group, becomenew.me. We'll be posting daily questions and resources for you to engage with. And if you want real-time text alerts, you can text the word become to the number 56525. So take a step, get connected, and we'll see you next time.